0: More believable because like i keep seeing like videos out where it's like oh satan you know Resand doesn't have anything against it like on you or whatever i'm like uh-uh are you kidding no, me no 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 oh but my I'm god no satan boss over here no Rhysand is a god compared to no. satan no. no like
1: oh my, god. let me say something for you you <laughs> are you have read aquatar several times i yeah. could not get past book two but re was the only reason why i like that book even yeah. book two i read book two because of him because i knew that's where it was going re yes. is not even on the page as much as zayden is and he is infinitely more interesting yeah. Thank Not you i so sorry
0: even. to anyone listening zayden is not the new no crowd. he is not taking over no no Hi everyone! <laughs> Welcome to the Novel Universe with Don and Ashley. Uh, we are coming back in from a summer hiatus that was unexpected from our team over here. I'm sorry, Don. It's me. But <laughs> <laughs> but we are back in full swing, and we are here to talk to you guys about the fourth wing that's streaming all over the internet by Rebecca Yaros. So, of course, Don and I hopped on this trend because we saw it on TikTok and BookTok and everyone was talking about it. And we're like, what's going on with this book? So, of course, we read it. And, of course, we have tea that we want to talk about with this book, as always. So, again, if you guys are new here, we uh, generally go through our book discussion without any spoilers first. And then we'll tell you when we're going to spoil things. So you can either choose to hop out and not listen to our spoiler section or you can stay along for the ride if you want to hear Maya and Dawn's responses to everything. Don and I do not discuss the book before we come into our podcast, so everything is going to be live and new to you as it is to us within this book talk. So without further ado, The Fourth Wing by Rebecca Yaros. <laughs> Enemies to lovers, war college, dragons, magic me. Oh my, yes, this is exactly what is all inside of this book. Um, if any of that tickles your fancy, this is a book for you. It is set uh, within the world of Violet Sorengale, and she is our main protagonist. And she is, of course, put on a journey that she was not ready to be on. She was set up to be a scribe, and then her mother, who is a general, of uh, the writer's quadrant of Navarro is going to basically tell her that um, all Sorendales are writers. So she has to buckle up and get ready to go to buy, uh, what is it called? Gaia College. I, we are going to mispronounce all of these names. So she, is, of course, is taken on a different journey than she had already prepared for. Um, there is a bunch of dragons within this book, if you will. The one number one thing is a dragon without its writer is a tragedy, and a writer without its dragon is dead. So there is a whole bunch of stuff that will kind of give you a reminiscent of feelings between Hunger Games and Dauntless and a little bit of I don't want to say hogwarts it's not even in that realm at this particular point in time because it's a little bit more in depth if you will so essentially she's sent off to this college where she has to basically compete to be a writer in the writer's quadrant because if she dies oh well she's just kind of taken out as a weakling so that's where we're at anna dragon is is uh someone who's going to choose you Okay. If they want, you don't choose your dragon. The dragon chooses you. girl. That's it all it's, it's terrible, isn't it? Yes. This you is no. So. Yeah. But that's essentially all <laughs> that I'm going to say because it's just <laughs>
1: Everybody know what this damn book is about, girl. Uh-huh.
0: Anyway, you like dragons? There you go. But, yeah, there's a little bit more behind the scenes. So, Dawn, what did you rate this book?
1: Alright so I read this book on TikTok. I like did like updates, live, live updates as I was reading it and at the end I think I rated it a 2.5 uh, but as I think about the book and go back and read my notes and everything I'm going to give it to a 1.5. I'm sorry this book is horrible. I, I'm one of those people that did not like this book at all. And you probably gave it a four and a half. I'm like, Ashley probably loved this book.
0: <laughs> so, like, when I was going through this, right, I was like, there's no way Dawn is in love with this book. There's no, unless, unless she takes away a critical eye, unless she takes away a critical eye for this, I could see her not enjoying it as much. So, Again guys, I have we we have a little bit of ideas as to like what each other really likes because we've done this for a while. Um but yeah. Doesn't surprise me, Dawn. It doesn't <laughs> surprise me. Well, I'm, really,
1: glad. I'm glad. I think it, it would have
0: surprised me if you were like, Oh my gosh, I loved it. I would have been like
1: oh, what? <laughs> well, mm-hmm.
0: You know? So let's get into what, what did you we give it? did not like about You this didn't say book.
1: what you you didn't say what you rated it a 4.5 but you already said it I was guessing you were like actually I get a 4.5 I said I just (laughs) said okay wow I think this might be the greatest disparity of rating I think from blood and ash was pretty big but I I think this I don't know alright okay (laughs) dislikes Don
0: is gonna have a a hoopla of Oh. I'm ready I I feel like I might know the main issues you might have with this book. Because if I have to, like, pull it aside for, like, a critical assessment, I feel like I know what they are.
1: You know, What was your first is like? Even if I don't read this with a critical eye, because this is fluff, I have no problem with fluff, but fluff still has to follow rules. Like, I consider Throne of Glass fluff. I'm sorry I do. I love Throne of Glass. I gave most of them fives. So... We can't even say critical eye because this isn't even good for (laughs) fluff's sake. Okay. All right. So, uh, my one of my major dislikes that you already I'm pretty sure you know. Um, Take a guess. What do you think my first one is?
0: (laughs) This doesn't, this is not new adult. It walks a line between adult and YA. Oh, no.
1: That's not the major one. The major one is
0: what? The lack of in depth. There's no in depth discussion of characters no oh okay well now
1: there is no world building in this book this is a fantasy fantasy yeah,
0: no, it's not. if it's, you it's more romance than it is fantasy at this point in time i
1: don't i don't care if you're going to classify yeah. your book as fantasy you need to have world building i am sorry and if you read this book i'm sorry if you read this book and you uttered the words i love the world building you are wrong there is no world building in this book at all. I'm sorry. Not even a little bit. I felt like Becky, I'm just gonna call her Becky, Becky with the good hair. She just sat down at her desk and was like, I wanna write a romance with dragons. Somebody on TikTok said this is basically a contemporary with dragons. And a mm-hmm. contemporary romance with dragons. There's no fantasy here. There's no world building here. I could not tell you who the king was, why they were in a war what the world outside of the military school was called, what other nations were called. I couldn't tell you anything because no world building.
0: Yeah. It's a, it's a second, like little bit of fluff in the background. It's definitely not world building. Which like, I love world building. That's why I love fantasy. I would not consider this a fantasy world building book, which is usually what fantasy is. I, would consider this a dragon romance if you will like it's not it's it's not it there is no actual like talk about the different civilizations you know why they're at war like you said it's just everything's kind of an afterthought because I don't think it's meant to be the exact like premise of the book which is a shame because she spent so much time on how like in depth a lot of the other stuff is it's like well what happened to your world like where's that school that's that's all i knew like it was kind of like when we read um was the other one that we just read like the, the college where they in this the magic school do you know what i'm talking about the oh one we the deadly like? education oh shoot
1: deadly education
0: yes Deadly Education, where, where they were literally just inside of the school. That's what I felt like. I felt like we were just inside of Baz College. That's it. Like, we didn't know anything else about the world outside in any capacity.
1: But that book had world building. This book doesn't. No. That book had, oh, that book had way better writing than this book.
0: Did
1: you get better with that? Oh, and, and I didn't even like Deadly Education. I actually liked the first book. I didn't like the second one. Um. Oh, yeah. Infinitely better than this book
0: okay I respect that I respect that
1: your turn
0: (laughs) um I definitely like I'm curious the the issues that I have with this book are more so like it does walk like I was saying it does walk that line between like this adult and YA it read more YA was I upset about it no I think it's just like, like a personal thing but it's like I would not call this new adult I wouldn't call this new adult. I just thought that it was more hyped-up spicy scenes in a YA book because it read like that Mm -hmm. versus it being adult. Like, when I think of, like, a fantasy um, world book, like, I think of, like, N.K. Jemison, right, or Brandon Sanderson or, like, all these other ones where I'm like, that is, like, in-your-face fantasy world development and because the world matters. Everything around you matters. You have to pay attention to what's going on. Um, And I would have liked more of that because I feel like I would have understood the layout of, you know, just all the different um, mythology that's there, right? Like all these different partners that are all kind of working with each other. It's just kind of like, oh, do we need to worry about that? Oh, do we need to worry about, oh, well, well, why does it keep coming up? Oh, maybe we need to worry about it. You know, so it's like that part, I feel like she really did lack in those areas because yeah like I'm not upset about it being more reading like that but I am upset with it because it's like I don't call it new adult it's not a new adult <laughs> like no. either just that you can't really walk that line anymore yeah that's not it's I don't know um that was something for me that I was not a super big fan of in world building I mean like yeah Okay, well, what, what's all this outside stuff? Where did that come from? <laughs> like, oh, do we need to pay... Oh, we need to pay attention to that. Oh,
1: Do we? All right, I'm going to say something a little controversial but brave. I don't okay, think... I don't think that she planned this book out. I think she just sat at her desk and said, I want to write a romance set in a military school with some dragons. She did not have any plan of character like we already talked about no plan of the world there there is nothing creative about this book nothing the girl being um disabled i've read that before there's she didn't do anything new with that she just has a a disability i've never read before okay uh the dragons nothing new there the romance read that been there done that the school setting She's not adding anything new there. The conflict, nothing new there. Like there is zero creativity in this book. Her world makes no sense. And I'm gonna say something that everybody's probably already heard. If you have listened to any negative review, how do you have a war college or a war military, military whatever, that you are drafted in, you are at war and you kill your soldiers. What is that? Mm-hmm. That makes no sense. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm like, she did not plan this out. She's just trying to, like, have all these huge plot points. That right there lost me. Okay. There's so, no plan.
0: So, so to, talk, to, to touch on two of your points, because I disagree okay. on some area, only because I did listen to an interview, okay. like, from her. This is a five-book series. Oh, garbage.
1: So, I call bullshit on that. Keep going. Go ahead.
0: Yeah. So, and then the um, the chronic illness that Violet has is actually her illness that her and her sons have. I'm so not that's shocked. why it's up in this book.
1: I'm, I'm, I am so, said that's fine. That's fine. I so just, that, it's just that, that a lot of people. It. No, you're okay. Go ahead. I'm just saying just a lot of people are like, oh, but there's disability rep other books have disability rep too that's not special to this book i do
0: see your point yeah okay yeah no yeah this it is it i wish it was talked about more like i wish it was brought up more in a different way because it is almost like she's almost played as like she is really breakable but yet she's not at the same time because they keep healing her Like, she's just fragile. And I'm like, but why is she fragile? There is no explanation. But I actually went into, like, what the actual chronic illness is Mm -hmm. that is supposed to be portrayed in this book. and they would have just went a little bit deeper with it, it would have made sense. Because her chronic illness is, like, she basically has, like, overly flexible joints and super stretchy skin. So if she has, like, a wound to her she can't like like her skin can't like hold like stitches together because it's okay. so so she's just going to stretch out versus like hold it in together okay. and her joint that's why like if she trips like she's gonna break something because they're overly flexible so she's gonna land hard and hurt herself so it's like but like if i would have understood that versus her just being delicate like or whatever, like I totally get it. Like, cause it is just a touch point the way that it's brought up in the book. It's not done well. So I, I would agree with you on that little part. But the rest of it, though, like, yes, that part did not make sense. It did remind me of Dauntless because, like, like literally everything goes when you get taken over. Like, like you you can get killed. That's normal. It's fine. If you don't make it when you're jumping from the train over, like. Oops! oh well, there goes another one. But they're you not. Know, at, there isn't really...
1: They're not at huh? war. They're not at war in Divergent.
0: No, but they're prepping for, like, do you know what I mean? Are they? So it's, like, in Divergent?
1: Is a war in the first book? It's imminent? They're like, we are at war, we have to choose factions? I
0: think so. I don't think so. I could be totally wrong, though.
1: I think the but... government was the enemy, and no one knew that the government was the enemy. So, no, they were not at war. Okay. I'll let, like I said, I'll
0: let you know it's like. What's your next point?
1: Oh, oh, we're just getting started here, folks. Um. Okay, so, well, this, it's not a small thing. Well, it is a small thing. This is a personal thing. In my opinion, fantasy should not be written in first person. Let's just get that out the way. It should always be in third person. I hate first person fantasy um I don't think she's a good writer because it's all tell and no show so we're just constantly told that violet is weak like you like the way you were describing her condition yeah. we're just being told that all the time um that's not good writing because it you, you just don't feel anything after it's hard to explain but when you read for a long time and I'm not talking to you Ashley I'm talking to like people who love this book oh, who are new to reading I think that's part of one of the yeah. reasons why it's so hype these are these people are new to fantasy and like oh my god this is amazing but once they start reading more fantasy they will start to distinguish a good good writing and bad writing and this is a lot of tell there's not a lot of show here Um, another thing yeah. that really bothered me was Becky would step on her own stakes so like there was a there was a lot of stakes high stakes in this book you know, the whole, just the whole dragon thing and dying is a high stake. And then, but then she would just like sabotage her own stakes. And so like one thing that stuck with me, and I tried to find the moment, but I couldn't find it. It was a moment, I don't want to say too much, but um, something something's about to happen to Violet. And people are about to attack her. And it's, it's a tense moment. You're like, oh my God, this is really bad. Something's gonna, some something bad's gonna happen to her. And she makes this flippant comment. Come and get me boys. Or I'm ready for you dudes. Or something like that. And I'm like you just totally killed the tension. Why would you do that? And the thing I already mentioned. With you're killing your own soldiers. You like you have these high high stakes. But then you. It just. I, I don't know. It just like She's just like self sabotaging her book. And she didn't need yeah. to do that.
0: I think in, in relation to that. Like you know again like. It just goes down to, like, this is reading more YA and just how she's, like, setting it up for you. She's explaining it to you. She's using, like, really bad language to get her point across. Because there would be times when, like, Violet would be talking to, like, Dane, you know, or Liam or, like, Rylan or whomever. And it would just be like... I feel, like, I feel like we, like, lost our professionalism in what just happened. Like, you know, like, there would just be little moments like that where you're like, where'd that come from? Like, that wasn't, like, it wasn't a consistent tone of voice, if you will. Like, all of a sudden, you know, now we're like, well, come and get me. Do you want to die today? You know, like, just, like, little stuff like that where you just be
1: like, but yeah. it was done
0: so good up until that point. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so I think I would agree, like, in that retrospect. There was another part where, like, there were a lot of characters in this book, right? There's a lot of characters. There's a lot of stuff going on. And it's like, I wish there would have been more character development in this book than what we got. There's not a lot, so don't expect a lot. Like, it's almost what I want to say, I don't know if like we're ever gonna get like I hope we get it but it might just be I don't know I know I'm I don't have high hopes for it so it's almost like I have to like not take it seriously in a way and not read it in a certain way I don't know
1: I don't going back to your it's going to be a five book thing and I call bullshit on that you we have run we have read tons of books where there are several books in a series like I said throne of glass ACOTAR and you can tell like when an author and i don't know if i want to necessarily use Throne of glass as an example here because i don't think she realized she was going to get a seven book deal but there are no, some books didn't. yeah where you can tell that an author knows they have at least three books and they yeah. set some groundwork you're not going to give me a 600 page book and have no character development no world building and say oh it's going to come in book two no no, even in Throne of Glass, we kind of know who Selena is. She's built up pretty well. We understand the world pretty well. You know, we have Dorian and and you know, they're dynamic. Like, I felt like, and I'm, I'm only comparing Throne of Glass to this book. is because I felt, like I said, I felt like this book is more fluffy. Throne of Glass is fluffy. But yeah, even in a book is one, funny, but
0: at least there is the beginning, middle, and an end. And there. like, everything is introduced to you at a pace that it should be introduced to you. Yeah. There's a lot introduced to us within this book that was almost like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, I didn't realize I was supposed to care about all of that, like, because it's not set up well. But it's like, I had to read it through a lens of like, just, just let it, let I like, just, just hear it out, hear out how the story is, and if I do it that way, it's relatively entertaining. No, personally. it's not.
1: It's not, <laughs> and I can't even do that. I can't like, I, 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 knew what I was getting myself into <laughs> when I read this book. I knew I had a feeling I was not going to like it. It was going to be incredibly fluffy, and I'm fine with that. But even, even shutting off critical brain, Dawn, I, it still is a poorly written book I just once again I feel like this woman had no plan zero plan she just sat down and was like I want to write a romance let's throw some dragons in here let's put them into college or military school and, and that's it like she did not take the time to think this book through
0: mm-hmm. and yeah and to your credit though like the, the areas that you were bringing up like you know I, there's, a, there's a good portion of people that, that feel that way And that's why, like, these these make such great book conversations, though, is because it's like, let me hear your side. You hear my side. And it's like, we should be willing to respect each other and how they like to read books and what works for them and what doesn't work for them. Yeah, You know, but also to point out that, like, yeah, that part is lacking. Am I okay with it? Eh, No, not really. Or yes.
1: I understand the appeal I I see why people like it but it's just so many better books written that were actually thought out well that are not even get a percentage of the hype of this book and I'm sorry I don't think this book deserves the hype I'm sorry I don't it's not a good book there are so many more books that are similar to this that are infinitely better and my next point is there are no themes. None. And she has, once again, she's a self saboteur. She had an excellent opportunity to develop the theme of children, um, like um, suffering the sins of your parents. Great. I have not seen that theme before in fantasy. Please. Right. Please. She does nothing with it. Nothing. Yeah. Um, the whole thing with Zaynan, is it or Zaydin? Zaydin Zaydin. and or Zayden? Zayden and Zayden and Dane. And how we have the one man who's just like treating her like a precious baby princess. And then we have another man who's supposedly her enemy. But he is letting her, you know, do her own thing. Fight her own battles and not try and coddle her. Let's let's go somewhere with that. Drops yeah. it. Totally drops it. The mother-daughter situation. Nothing. Oh yeah,
0: that's not even there. Nothing.
1: No. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. No.
0: No, I think I would agree with you, on especially on that part. And there is some other issues with, like, the intensity of Zayden and Violet is almost like, like, I wish there was more, like, if we would have had, like, a POV switch, right? Like, if we would have understood just a little bit about this tension situation, it would have made like it more believable because like I keep seeing like videos out where it's like oh Satan you know Resand doesn't have anything against it like on you or whatever I'm like uh uh-uh. uh are you kidding no, me no 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 oh but my I'm a god no Resand no. is a god compared to no. Satan no, no.
1: like oh my let me say something for you you <laughs> are you have read Aquatar several times I yeah. could not get past book two but Rhysand was the only reason why I liked that book. Even yeah. book two. I read book two because of him. Because I knew that's where it was going. Rhysand yes. is not even on the page as much as Zayden is. And he is infinitely more interesting. Yeah. Thank not you. even. I'm not so sorry
0: yet. to anyone listening. Zayden is not the new boo crow. No. He is not taken over. No. Flat,
1: including the main two characters. I thought they were pretty flat. Let's talk about Jack and he is a cartoon villain. Oh, and this is another another way as to how she sabotages her own stakes. like. Oh, yeah. So once again, you need bodies to fight this imminent war, but it's okay to just kill people because, oh, well, they're weak anyway. Mm-hmm. And that's what Jack was doing. He's just killing people because they're weak. Why don't you yeah. let that guy go be a scribe or a healer or... That doesn't make mm-hmm. any sense. And he was a cartoon villain once again. Guys, listening, I'm going to give you a lesson in villain writing. And this is coming from someone who has never written a book. Villains need to be sympathetic. They cannot yes. be mean because they have nothing better to do. They have to have an origin story. They have to have a, a, a backstory. If you go and you watch any fantasy, any fantasy movie or TV show that you love, and there's a villain, the Joker, Cersei yes. Lannister... Like, even Soprano, the guy, the main guy, they all have an origin story. So, villains, if they do not have an origin story, they are a cartoon villain. That is shitty writing.
0: Yeah. No, I think I agree with you 100%. Because it's even, like, you know, we read, like, about the songbirds and snakes, which is literally, it's President Snow's, like, POV beforehand. You fall in love with Snow, and you feel for him so deeply because... Of everything that happened to create him to who he is. Like, he's a likable character that turns into now I'm sympathetic for him because of what he's had. You can call in, like, even Darth Vader from Star Wars. He was a saint. He was it's so beloved, but was corrupted with hate. Like, all of this stuff, and even at the end, he's still caring for his son. I mean, come on. Come on. Like still, even at the end, you know. So yes, Jack was annoying. I wanted to just like shoot him off because I was like, you just have a vendetta just because she's a Sorengele. I get it, I do. But like after the third like or fourth attempt on her life from this person, I was like, can we just squash him? Can we can we squash him? Like, does is he a needed uh person in the story? You know, and it's like there's stuff that happens whatever but still it's like like you said she does drop the ball in those categories that I would have made this book like I can't give this book a five did I like it enough for me you know in some categories yes but I can't deny when when there's bad writing that's why I can't give it a five Is because I am aware of those situations I have much respect for the authors that can write stuff (laughs) and I don't I feel like this is, like, a new generation of, of hype book lovers, right? Like, everyone now is, like, immersed within, like, Moss's world, and they've only read A Court of Thorns and Roses. They haven't read everything else that, like, leads up to what a good fantasy book is, right? They're not a part of the era of you know, divergent and hunger games and all of this stuff that like we've lived through and we've seen it already. And it's like, they're like, this is the best book. No sunshine. There are greater books for you to read out there that is way more your, your time, <laughs> you know, and you'll appreciate when you do read it and you'll go, Oh, that's what I'm missing. You know, like, so with Dante, it's not like, as someone who loved the book, it's, What she's saying is not from left field. Those are all valid points, 100%.
1: I got more. You already mentioned reads like YA, that, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And going along with it, it's because the dialogue is very simplistic. uh, So that helps. I didn't like the banter. I thought it was lame. I didn't like the romance. There's nothing new to that romance. She got on my nerves with the, oh my God, he's going to kill me. Oh my God, he's going to kill me. And then he'd be like, I'm not going to kill you. I, I don't care enough to kill you. Oh my God, he's going to kill me. Okay. Um, the foreshadowing is for a fifth grader. I mean, like, oh my God, it's so obvious. Uh, she's, the the whole chosen oneness that she has is ridiculous. Like every turn I'm like well of course this is gonna happen to her of course that's going to be her power of course it's just like guys come on with the chosen one I hated that he called her violence she was never violent why did he give her that that was stupid sorry um and once again this should be it should have just been a contemporary romance with dragons because a fantasy world you are to be like immersed in like the religion and the clothes and the language and they shouldn't be using 21st century language it takes you out of the story once again she did not plan out this book guys because that is not a thing in fantasy unless you are doing urban fantasy which this is not
0: no it's not it's not and i think i'd agree with you there were like a few points where like the foreshadowing I was like mm, yep yeah. and she she would she would have that issue She that, that would be her thing you know um so yeah I I, yeah,
1: I agree and the last thing I'm gonna say cause I have been watching like some TikToks and people and they are like they are treating this like ACOTAR with their theories it's they're like oh my no. god oh my god this theory oh my god I, she was on the parapet I didn't even talk about the damn parapet and how she uh, I'll, I'll get to that I'll get to that um in the like in the like section i have one like um they're like oh my god the wind was blowing when she was on the parapet was that her mom and i'm like all these theories. i'm like y'all hell no that woman ain't thought long enough far enough into the future to even think of that but y'all just gave her some plot points y'all helped her out with your theories because there's no way she thought of that no way but, oh, they have so many theories. I'm like, y'all, no. this is not a Acotar. This is not a Crescent City book. Because we can do theories all freaking day with Sarah J. Mass. You can't do that with this.
0: Uh, no, no. Uh-uh. That was not her mom up on the parapet. Oh. Uh-uh. No, it's called a storm.
1: It's called a storm, boo. <laughs> and that's the title of the podcast. It's called a storm, boo. Let me get a pen.
0: Oh, oh, my, that makes me mad. Because I've seen, like, some multiple, like, you know, theories and all this other stuff. I'm like, that's a bunch of bull honky. That is the a... <laughs> stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Only because, here, and here's why. If we were supposed to suspect the mother, we would have gotten some sort of something in relation to her past. That she's thing you know, has her signature. from or that she's able to channel yeah. from her dragon. No. Oh hell no no! I am dying on that grave. No, I am. On... I haven't heard that one. Are you kidding? This,
1: That's the no, main one I always hear. Book.
0: Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Okay. Do you have any others? I think we we hit no, nitpicks before we even got into nitpicks.
1: I'm done. We just- I don't have any <laughs> nitpicks. Okay.
0: Um. Is there anything you did like, John?
1: And this is kind of like a backhanded like. I will say that she was creative with her with her info dumping. She had a homegirl on that parapet reciting world history. Who in the hell does that? I have never seen that before in my life. Therefore, I will give her a backhanded like as to being creative with her info dumping.
0: hmm hmm Yeah, that was really interesting. I think the one thing that I liked is that the dragons were not subject to the rules of the humans. I did like that part because they have, like, their own code and, like, all this other stuff that we're not going to talk about in this spoiler-free section. But it's, mm-hmm. like, I appreciated that. Um, I also really did, like, the one relationship I did, like, was her and Liam's relationship. Only because that was the closest we got to, like...
1: Is that her guard?
0: Her guard, okay. yeah. Her guard. The, only because the, I felt like we got more real moments with those two. Mm-hmm. So I I did appreciate that point. Um, I'm all for Dazzling Gore. It just... I, I did... I, I will say this. Homegirl was not a fan of just letting everything be sunshine and roses when it did come to a big battle scene that we have. I did appreciate that there was a consequence to the battle because a lot of times when beloved authors that even I love, everyone will kind of squirt out okay, right? And it's like I appreciated that she was mindful enough that – battles bring consequence death will come with a battle so i did appreciate that that was like one of the nuggets where i was like i hate you but i but i love it at the same time you know it's not like reading you know um game of thrones where you fall in love with a character and then 30 pages later oh they did don't don't hold on to them they're gone like you know like it wasn't like that but um and i did like there is a more in-depth part that i personally liked is that like you know scribes hold the knowledge to everything right you know like there's always the written knowledge, knowledge that we have is always written down and it's always documented in some way and when there's a corruption in the government somehow we just somehow seem to miss information mm-hmm. and i i do like that premise because i i like Figuring out why. Like, why did we turn that way? Like, what's going on there? So, I I hope that that goes somewhere. But, um, did I th- like some of the dragons? Yes. Yes, I did. Um, let's see. I mean, honestly, like, it's, it's it's an easy read. It's an easy read. I read it twice, and I enjoyed it each time. So,
1: yeah, that's because you don't got to use any brain power.
0: Yeah, I, I know. But that's okay. I needed it in that moment. <laughs> um, And I, yeah. So what is it? The other thing? Um, there are a few other points that I feel like they're a little spoilery, so I'm just not going to talk about. But, I mean, overall, you got. I feel like this is great though, because, like, there is this this uh, periodamic, like, oh no, oh, my gosh, I can't talk. There's <laughs> there is this big shift in the book world right now with those that love fourth wing and those that don't love fourth wing. And I think that we are able to at least discuss it in a good manner. And, you know, cause like, I just, I feel like everyone should be entitled to their opinion and that's what makes a good book discussion. Like, let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. She's obviously doing something if we're all talking about it, you know, whether it's good or not.
1: <laughs> I think it's more of her PR team that did a good job. I don't think she did anything. I, I feel like... Um, with, I want her PR team. Yeah, everybody that, wants her PR team. Look good, everybody wants right? her PR team. Um, I feel like what... This is just a guess. What I think is going to happen is everyone's like, oh my God, this book is fabulous. This book is great. And then they're going to get to book two and they're going to be like... Ugh. And then they're going to get to book three and they're going to be like, oh God, no, this is not good. And... And then she's going to be riding this high wave and then she's going to come crashing down because people are not going to like the subsequent books because she's not a good writer. This is not good writing. This is like literally and I don't mean, when I say this is not good writing, I don't mean this as an opinion. I mean this as like actual not good writing as like a profession. Like professional people would say this is not good writing. This is not just my opinion. This is a fact. I'm a librarian. I know good writing when I see it. This is not it. Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm. I do have some stipulations for book two. Like that if, like if I'm going to continue on this course, I have some, some things that I need.
1: Are you doing more of my things? This needs to to happen.
0: That I need, you know, so like I, I do need some things. Um, in order for me to stay invested in this story
1: well, tell us because, in the spoiler because i want to know
0: yeah so we're going to talk about it in the spoiler but we appreciate you guys so much for joining us are you, say, dawn, are you thing. team Don? i just want to say one thing Ashley.
1: yeah are you team Don or team ashley team team dawn is the haters team ashley is the lovers um i just want to <coughs> say one thing um the, the Arulian Cycle by Rosaria Munda is quite similar to this. It takes place at a dragon school. Um, it is friends to lovers. It is dragons. And it is infinitely better. And that is good writing. So it's by Rosaria Munda. It is the first book is called Fireborn. And it is the Arulian Cycle oh my gosh, series. Yes. That one's
0: a great one. Yes.
1: Yes. And you may, I'm sorry to cut you off.
0: No, it's okay. No, she's she has a point, everybody. She does have a point because we did read that together and it was great. <laughs> we had lots of theories and things to discuss with that book because there were themes, good writing, character development, and world building. All things that this book could use. And hopefully, maybe book two will be built. I don't know. Maybe, maybe her, maybe, Yaros, if you're listening, maybe, you know, you'll listen to the people (laughs) and, like, know what we need from these books in order for it to be a success, you know? Like, I don't know know how it's going to be five books, though. Like, I think that's a bunch of hoo ha. Like, (laughs) I don't know. Like, unless there's a whole bunch of crap that we don't know about, but five books.
1: Yeah, this ain't no not We out. ain't doing that.
0: No. No, she because got a if five it is a Tracy deal. Wolf, I'm walking out.
1: She got a five-book wa- deal. She did not intend this to be five books. The publisher was like, we're going to give you a buttloads of millions of dollars, but you need to make this until five books. I mean, I'm not mad at her for that, but good luck.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I don't know how that's going to happen unless she gets into the world building. I mean, honestly, like okay. I...
1: She's gonna have yeah, to. like she's
0: like, unfort. Like, I'm sorry, but maybe book two has to be the info dumped book of the world. I don't know.
1: I felt like this actually maybe
0: book three because there's a few things, few things that I need in order to follow along in the story. I'm just
1: All right, so, let's. get okay, to spoilers. we're gonna
0: be done with the non-spoiler section. But again, here to hear you guys' thoughts. Thanks for sticking around with us. We hope that you will join us in our next book talk. We do not have any sort of uh, book planned out yet because Don and I have to re-figure out what we're going to do. If you have any suggestions, let us know. Otherwise, we'll see you in the next podcast. And if you're going to stick around, we are going to spoil in five, 5, 4, four
1: three, 3,
0: 2, two one. One. Dawn just saw Janet Jackson, so you know she's back on her game. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I feel like We just get into, like, you know, what I need from book two. Okay. What do you think? Only because I feel like we've, like, a lot of this stuff has already been said, right? Like, there's so many areas where everyone's had so many opinions about all this different stuff.
1: I honestly don't know.
0: Here's what I need. Okay. I need... I need... I need Brennan's backstory. I need that. Because... You know, that was one part that I did not see coming was about about her brother. Now, I did see, like, some of the other stuff. Like, you know, um, Zayden's going to pull her over. he's doing something he shouldn't be doing. Of course they got a Rebel Alliance on the back end. You know, like, all of those things. You know, um, I didn't see her getting two dragons. Did I see her getting the most important one? Yes, absolutely, because it's Violet. You know, like, of course she's going to get the, you know... But, like, his backstory, because he's been dead for years. Like, he's been gone for years. So I want to know what has possessed him to not go back and tell, like, his sister, like, Mira and Violet. Like, why are we not, like, why do we not go back for them? Like, if you know that your mom is a terrible person, like, why have we not gone back for them? I need to know that. Like, because he's supposed to have this power that raises the dead right? That's his power and it, it snuffed him out it's supposedly what happened and the last battle was Zayden's dad and all this stuff uh-huh. his power is supposed like was he was helping out another rider or whatever to save his best friend and he supposedly died in that battle so like Zayden's family um blames Uh, Violet's family for the death of his parents and all the other leaders right whereas Violet's family blames them for Brennan's death so there is something that happened between both sides that we don't know and I think it has to do a lot with this whole Griffin and Vernon or Venon uh, Wyvern crap going on because in my opinion, I think that they knew about them, and they went to tell, you know, the the uh, the mom and all this stuff, and she was like, you're not supposed to tell them about that. Well, yeah, because they're wreaking havoc, so you need to, we need to do something about it, and then they killed them to be quiet. That's my opinion. That's why I think that all happened. Because Violet's dad leaves her a book, you know, with all these stories in it that everyone's been told that these are just bedtime stories don't really exist. These are the things that they tell their kids they go to bed, like, and they stay in their beds, or whatever. I'm like, no. Them people are real. Like, that, that, that's all real. You know, and then he leaves her this note and whatever. So I think that the knowledge of these creatures, and this, like, suction of power and all this stuff, I think that has a lot to do with why there was a battle to begin with. And I don't think that Zayden was privy to that information, so he doesn't know. My next point is I need more context on these Griffin people. Where did they come from? How do how what you know, they, they were bad? I need to know a little bit more about them. I need to know more about why Violet's mother kept them a secret from the wider squadron. If they're supposed to have all this information and we find out that Violet, you know, intercepts this um letter, basically, her and Liam do, and see that why are we not sending people here? Why are we not talking about that? Um there's literally a raid happening and people are dying like why are we not being sent there because even though they're in school they're still like called out as like frontline people like last resort people well even while they're training like that's the whole point so why why is that information we're not going to talk about another thing is I think that Violet's mom was inflicted with a venom wound when she was pregnant with Violet, which would explain her paleness, a lack of color in her hair, how it seems to just be leached from color, Um, even when it grows out, which is in like the last battle, you know, the venom are sucking life out, right? Like they're sucking life and draining it from what it is. But Violet's power that's being channeled through Tarin is light. So it's to bring light back in, right? It's supposed to breathe it back in versus take it out. So I'm curious to see how that's going to work because he tells her, light, like, light bringer or light bearer, or whatever it is, you know, like, so there's something that, like, the dragons know that she doesn't know. Why is it that her mag- magic is able to take them out? Um, I also need to know... And Darna's new ability. So Andarna is like this cute, sweet little like dragon that's just like, "Hello, I, I just thank you for saving me," <laughs> you know, type of thing. Um, but she has the power of time, right? She has the power to stop and hold time, but only for short increments because if the amount of power that it takes, it drains her so badly. So. After this last battle, Indarna is drained so much that she literally, like, blacks out, essentially. And then she grows almost full-grown. So it's like, does she have the power of time anymore? Does she lose that power? Because apparently, like, the hatchlings and the type of dragon that she is, they're supposed to be, like, at their most potent when they're little, but nobody knows anything else about them. Like, does that mean that all their magic goes away or does it morph into something else or because she's bonded to Tarin and Sergale you know uh, Zedin's dragon because they had that weird like family bond or whatever going on between them which that's interesting um, does her new ability does it work in relation to Tarin's gift that he's given Violet which is thunder and lightning is she going to be able to breathe new in is what I want to know. Also the whole thing about this mated dragon crap that I was like, what? Like your dragons are, are going at it. And now you are like getting those, what? That was weird. That was weird. I was like, excuse me. Um, and then when Liam dies, that was my big thing. When Liam dies, I was very devastated because Liam didn't need to die. Other people could have died, <laughs> but like, Liam did not need to die. Um, and I felt for, for them like so much because he was the first like true like friend that she had um, and just all of this other stuff, right? And you know, um, yeah, so, and I really liked him. And I think that Violet is gonna be brought back in for the next school year as a squad leader for the um, flame quadrant because she has to take care of Sloan, which is Liam's sister. She made a promise to do that. So that all needs to happen somehow, some way for me to be okay. okay. Also, also there is a little tidbit um, and you read the beginning of the text and then the end of the text. There is a part that says the following text has been faithfully transcribed from Navarian into modern language by Janessa Nealworth, curator of the Scribe Quadrant at Bad gaius War College. All events are true. Names have been preserved to honor the courage of those fallen and may their souls be commended to Malik. Janessa is her friend. Okay. Janessa mm-hmm. is her scribe friend. Okay. Literally.
1: So, you so know, you so what do you mean?
0: I, I think Janessa had a situation with Liam because that, that was brought up a little bit. I think they had a thing. I think that um, Janessa is going to be the main catalyst in documenting everything because she's best friends with Violet from the scribes, like, because they already have a relationship there. So she's not going to misinterpret the information that's being documented because she's pulling it from a source versus Mm -hmm. some other generated, um, you know, story or whatever, because the the scribes are keeping, you know, the data, they're keeping the time and writing it all down or whatever. So it's like, I feel like the words that are now going to be documented are going to be truth versus whatever other garbage they've been fed
1: you know what like all their theories made me think that you should probably be this woman's editor because all the stuff that you brought up actually makes the book sound good but she doesn't focus on any of that like the the wyvern thing and i didn't even think about like you know the mom like being intentionally wounded um and i did have a um I did know there was some shenanigans going on with the brother and the necromancy thing. Cause you don't just drop in necromancy for funsies. That usually means something. I was yeah. shocked that he came back at the end because I think they may have, she may have led us to believe that he was definitely dead. Something happened. I can't remember. It was something with a friend, but I had guessed that that was, I had called shenanigans on that. Um, and yeah, just like your theories make the book sound better, but she doesn't really focus on that. She focuses on the romance and not everything you mentioned right. is world building, which she, which is a way afterthought. And if she had to just a you little bit more, I need. Yeah. If she had to just focused it's... a little bit more on the world building, you know, there would have been some creativity here in a, a better book, but she decided not to do that. So.
0: Yeah. I think that this book or the, I think this series is going to either be um, driven by the people who are reading it to help aid in the the writing process, or it's already written and we're all screwed and we just have high hopes and theories don't mean jack squat.
1: Well, the second one's going to be out soon, right? November or October. Yeah, that's very quick. Yeah, there's
0: a whole big thing. Someone dissected, like, the cover, and I don't know how much of it. I'm like, it's believable. It's believable. But I'm like... Are you going too far Like or yes. is this going too far yes. Only because I feel like Again like everything that I Stated like it's like you know Those are valid things that like You know I feel like we should know In order for it to be better but I'm like Now we're pulling out stuff from Like you know the iron squad Was violet squad Flame is now a part of her blah, blah, Like all of this stuff I'm like are we pulling Too much from that or is that true Like
1: maybe a little bit of both
0: yeah, I don't know. I guess know. you'll
1: find just, out uh-huh. when book 2 comes out and she doesn't answer half of the stuff that you said, then you'll know. Right? Because right. she was not exactly. influenced I mean, by the readers if it's, you know, it's already written.
0: And I feel like we need more mirror content to be honest. Her sister, like are the kids all going to rebel against the mom? Because that would be new. That would be a new tactic. Like are you going to get are you to say that you're going to get all three Sorin Gale heirs? Uh oh. stuff like that That I'm like You know where
1: You're freezing
0: I kind of overtook the mom But I don't know yeah. if it's going to happen
1: Yeah so. You kind of went out You froze So say what you said right before you said the mom Say that again
0: Oh, I just think that it would be interesting if the kids did, in fact, rebel against the mother. If there was a joint unity in that, I could see that not happening, Um, which would be terrible because I feel like they're, like, really good people, but I don't know much about Brennan, but, I mean, he cared enough about Mira to, like, send her with all of this stuff before she got into Basquiat, you know, and then was told to do the same for Violet, you know, so it's like he obviously knew right he obviously knew some stuff mira obviously trusts him enough so i feel like it could be swayed i don't know i did like the fact this is my last thing i like the fact that she literally had a vest of dragon scales that whole thing was awesome that basically gave her like this immunity to save her life and then it was recognized by the other dragons that are part of that clan that was interesting I was like, oh, I'm here for it. Like, this isn't just some, you know, oh, my dragon gave you scales, you know, to help you or whatever. It was actually recognizable. And I need mean, more of Tarin's backstory. That's all I have to say. This big old baddie dragon's been around an old Grouch, which he, if you listen to the audiobook with him, it's hilarious because they, <laughs> he just, it sounds like a grandpa like bantering with his granddaughter, essentially. Like, get it together.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: You're going to make us look bad. Or, I don't know. So, I want to know more about him and, um, which is Zayden's dragon. So, anyway, that's all I have to say about Um, this book. I feel like I had a lot of, like, little mini tidbit notes, more so than other things. Because I'm like, now I need to know.
1: The only spoilery, well it's not spoilery, but um, I don't like that the POV switched at the end unless the next book is either dual POVs or Zayden's point of view. I think that's lazy writing when you switch POV. That's why it should be in third person. Um, And then the last line, is she supposed to be freaking Katniss? Like, welcome to the revolution? Are you kidding me? That is straight out of Hunger Games. Come on. Mm-hmm. I hated that. Yeah. I was so mad at that, the end of that book. I was like, <sighs>
0: yeah, I think like there were so many moments where I was like, um, you know, like, have I read this before? Like, is this why it's giving me like nostalgia vibes? That might be another reason why I liked it, is because it does bring me back into some of those worlds. You know, like I listened to a book talk, a booktuber. Oh, I forget her name. She's got blonde hair. She's been around for a while, but she referenced how like there is a part, you know, in a Hunger Games where like Peeta and Katniss will have like you know those real moments. Like this is real. Like it's real right now that I'm I'm saving you. Like I'm I'm still here for you, right? Like where they would have those moments. Um, and I feel like we did get weirdly, that from Zayden and Violet, when it was, like, supposed to be a thing, like, we were supposed to be on, like, team go them, where they're not like, oh my gosh, I hate you, oh my gosh, I love you. Um, this other book, too, where she did put that, like, um, monologue of Monica Geller going, I love Ross, I hate Ross, I love Ross. <laughs> it's like, that's all I felt sometimes. Just because of them being sad.
1: All right, well, you read book two and let me know.
0: Dan Dan was not her man. Or Dean was not her man. Like, come on. He's too protective of her. That's not going to be a thing. No. (laughs) So. Okay, well, do you have anything else that you want to say?
1: Nope. That's
0: it. Well, thank you so much for joining us, you guys. We hope that you... um, I just enjoy our book discussion because Don and I like to hash it out as much as we can and we're still friends at the end of it. <laughs> Even though internally we're like, can't you see my side? <laughs> but it's okay. But thank you so much for joining in and we will catch you in the next podcast.
1: Bye-bye.